Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. November. November, and we're back at home. Is this episode 81? One million. <laughs> I think it's 81. Uh, yeah, we're back from Pittsburgh, and better than ever. Better than ever. I loved it there. Did you? Yeah. What'd you love about it? Oh, I loved all of the leisure time we had, yes. me and you, alone without my kid. Oh my god, it was great. I like. That. I mean, not like I don't love your your kid. Yeah, but we never get to be. And there was girls. just like a reason to drink wine at like <laughs> every hour of the day. Like we need a reason. Speaking right. of, yeah, we we decided to do wine time early. I need wine time. I don't know early. if that's a good sign or a bad sign about our mental health, but no. we're like, you know what? We're gonna kick off the show with wine time. Hey, I think our listeners would appreciate that. Yeah. Because sometimes I hope so. if they don't hear the clang clang, I feel like they miss it. The clang clang. <laughs> okay, well, today's wine specially selected for us from the good people at Bright Cellars. And let me tell you, I have not been disappointed with anything we have opened yeah well let's see today because it's a rosé yes way rosé you can be do the honors of pouring it it's gorgeous yeah i mean it's just a beautiful bottle their packaging is so cute too because each wine is wrapped in tissue paper so it's like a surprise party yes (laughs) and then as Susie was opening it i could see her eyes light up when she saw it was a rosé like it was a real exciting surprise this bottle is so pretty it's called lavender row Mm -hmm. and i think this bottle would look beautiful when it was empty with like some flowers in it yeah isn't this just gorgeous i agree so thanks bright sellers that right up the, it's the gift that keeps on giving, though, because uh, if you go to brightsellers.com slash brain candy, you get 50% off your first shipment. It's oh wine cool. that you take a quiz. It was developed an algorithm by two MIT grads. What a beautiful thing to be so freaking smart and put it to use yeah. in, in the wine business. Yes. That is just beautiful. We love that. I'll drink to that. And so the um, quiz finds out, like, what's your taste? What are you into? And then you get wine that is customized to your palate. It's perfect. And a lot of people don't even know what they like. Yeah. If they were just ask them. So these, this quiz will help you yeah. find out what you like. And then I went to the, uh, the grocery store the other night, and I recognized a bottle that, that you had we tried. had tried. And I bought it, and it was great. And I went home, and Landon was like, oh, this is good. That's I was like, cool. yeah, my husband in the wine business told me that I picked out a great bottle. Thank you. Thank you, Bright, Bright Sellers. <laughs> Brightsellers.com slash brain candy for 50% off your first shipment. Hello. Uh, so why, during wine time, we usually, what do you call it? Open up oh, a bottle yeah. and open. open up your heart. Wait, let me take a sip of this lusciousness. Yeah. Cheers first. Cheers. Oh, I love that noise. Oh, yeah. Mommy's thirsty. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That goes down easy. Good. That's like daytime wine yes, drinking. perfect. Is that not perfect? Mm-hmm. That's like a brunch wine. This this pairs well with the Brain Candy Podcast. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, it's delicious. And so today we're going to care and share about something Sarah and I discovered about each other. Yeah recently why don't you set it up so I don't, what, I don't even know what got us on oh we were at a hotel and oh yeah talking about <laughs> well we had different rooms we had different rooms yeah and I did not have a bathtub in my room and I sent Susie a picture like I don't have a bathtub and she said well this would be a huge problem for me and I went <laughs> uh explain yourself <laughs> Deal breaker, man. I would have to switch rooms or whatever. Susie is only bath. Like, strict bath. Now, I understand. Now, when I, we first started this conversation, this is extra hilarious. Because when we first started this conversation, I was like, yeah, I'm on board. I'm a bath time gal. <laughs> right. Because I do. Yeah. I a have lot of to people take a bath. I like to bath. sit. You know, I got some hairy legs. You got to be able to reach all the spots. You can only do that when you're sitting. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then I talked about how, like, yeah, and then, like, no big deal. Because then you, like, get up and then you rinse off. And Susie was like, nope. <laughs> I love this so much because this I have always been a bathing enthusiast. And any time that I talk about it with people, especially people that are shower people, yeah. they are so disgusted. I don't think my husband's <laughs> ever sat in a bath in his entire... In fact... 
the image of him sitting in a bathtub it's absurd absurd well and that's the thing it is like a gendered conversation because uh oh what did i miss something i spit all over my microphone because i was so excited about this conversation (laughs) well because it's unusual for a man to be super into baths yeah and i don't think i would like that very much (laughs) but i feel great about my bath time Oh, so then we discovered. <laughs> so Sarah wanted all the details, right? All like, of them. do you fill the tub up? Like, yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, how long do you fill it up? And it seems oh, like, like such I a production. Maybe she filled it up. Because Susie seems like the kind of gal who would <laughs> draw a bath. Like, I just imagine her pouring glass of wine, clogging up the tub. Yeah. Maybe pouring in a little bath salts for some scented bath pleasure bombs. yeah at and night I, I do at night i do you that. set me straight because well so the morning routine you know yeah. when most people get a shower <laughs> this is hilarious i will plop myself in the tub empty empty <laughs> and turn the water on i will not plug it and i'll just do my my routine of cleansing did your mother bathe you in the sink when you were a child <laughs> no but growing up we didn't have a working shower okay so you yeah. just got used to yeah. tub time it was just what i did it yeah. never thought about it and that was life um and then as my brothers got older they were like this is ridiculous ridiculous so they installed like this really bad system in the basement oh, that no. i would you no, know no, i'm no, not gonna no, do it no. but they did it so I just grew up like this dysfunction and <laughs> it became normal. Yeah. And so, but given that I don't plug it in the morning and it's just like me in a tub naked, <laughs> I think I just like sitting. Yep. I get that. <laughs> it I'm, isn't even about the bath. I get, I get it. Cause sometimes I just want to sit. Plus, but I'm what a about... rinse her offer. Hello. I'm not insane. <laughs> You're not disgusting. <laughs> Standards. <laughs> but so Here's the thing, though, about showers that I don't like, how everything gets wet all the time or That's you're the freezing. point in the bath. You want to get everything wet to get everything clean. Not all clean. at once, I don't. Okay. You want... You, in stages. Now, okay. Question. <laughs> what? We're at a pool. Do you... A pool? A pool. Mm-hmm. Do you jump right in? No. No, never. <laughs> never ever right you do right no i don't oh yeah you've been in a pool with me yeah yeah slowly tip or toer yeah i don't like to be uncomfortable oh that's the worst yeah yeah unless i'm like getting pushed out of a helicopter to win one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars into a fjord in norway i'm not going into any cold water ever when i learned the word fjord i thought when am i ever going to use that there you go well, today's the day. F-J-O-R-D. <laughs> Silent So I want to know what you guys think. I know a lot of people enjoy a bath, but are there any people that are also exclusively bath people? Well, my husband uh, was nice enough when I moved in with him. He This is how I knew he's never taken a bath. Because our plug to oh, take yeah. a bath had calcified or limed up or whatever and you couldn't even push it in to take a bath. So when I moved in with my husband, he knew I loved baths. So he replaced it and put in oh, one well, that does that was nice. So he took care of your bath enthusiasm. Yeah. And in the process, destroyed our bathtub in his home repair. Uh, you know. Right. Like. Just, he can't be trusted with no, that. He's he never allowed. That and he, he's like, that's the first and last home repair I'm going to do. <laughs> I handle that stuff in our family. Um, yeah, I want to know if people, you know, or if anyone is with me on this. Anyone under the age of 82. People are going to be so grossed out. I love it. Yeah. I need one of those chairs that old people you, have in yeah. the shower. Well, let me tell you, Suze, <laughs> yeah. this opened me up to a whole world of Christmas presents for you that I'm so excited about. <laughs> so get ready me. for a theme. I, I hate that I already gave it away, but you know how bad I am with keeping secrets. I have to tell you. So I have, but like when I would look through uh, Sky Mall and stuff, I would always see all the bath. Uh, you stuff. are the person that these are for. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it. I have one in my head that I was like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> so I always hated like. Oh wait, 
I turned my Siri on. I always hated when I was on the challenge or especially oh, road rules. No, no. There you must no have bad. died. Yeah. I would always find one, though. Like, How? Well, like, <clears throat> technically, oh the, isn't it disgusting? No, like, the, uh, uh, like, the, could you ima- imagine plugging up one of the tubs or showers no. on, no, Never. no, That's... no, I'm like, I'm going to crawl out of my head, because let me, let me just paint yeah, a picture let's break for that people down. of what a challenge shower looks like. <laughs> so you have to imagine, first of all, the kind of things that we do on these challenges. Right. So we're like. In mud. Super dirty. We're in paint. We're in sometimes manure. Who the F knows what we're in? Mm -hmm. Then you have people who just have bad, I don't know if it's personal hygiene Mm -hmm. or, you know, everybody has different (laughs) levels. And then I especially have a problem with women with long hair who like to collect the hair that they lose and then slap it onto the side of the shower wall. Why do they do that? I see this all the time in shower houses. That's why I always pick rooms with all boys because it's the hair that grosses me out more than anything else. (laughs) And it's like all around the tub. I'm trying to not say like as much, but I'm so emotional in this that it's really hard to... And there's so (laughs) many things I want to actually compare it to well like it, it's like a disgusting swamp well it is similar to it it's I mean, similar to a correct a usage swamp. whenever we were in south africa for inferno three um there was a shower that of course everyone used like <laughs> well but in our room so it was just cute girls like <laughs> sometimes the cutest ones are the most disgusting behind the closed but it was doors, like tara so. and yeah. um coley and even paula yeah. it's like these are girls that like you know, yeah. they get showers. It's yeah. fine. So then there was a tub, which of course no one used because right. they're not filthy animals like I am. Right. And so <laughs> that was where I would, and I would like get, I would take my bath while they were in the shower. And so it was like oh. this nice little yeah. like bathhouse situation. Oh, that is nice. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Have you, speaking of which, have you ever been to a Korean day spa? Never. Oh my God. They're the best. How so though? Oh, what's I Korean love them. about them? So that it's, I think it's just something <clears throat> that is in their culture. Like uh, bathing is part of, I don't know, and maybe somebody who is Korean wants to share. On yeah, this. like what? But the it's deal is. it's part like bathing. Uh, it's very ritualistic. I love so that. They ha- yes. So you go in and they separate the men and the women, and it as soon as you get in there, fully nude. Like you can't bring a towel in. You can't. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, I love it. And you feel great about yourself because they're women of all ages. It looks like everything, you know, walking around naked. What's the, I mean, typical, like, what would you, what do you say? Landscaping situation. None. Amongst, oh, okay. Full Unless blush. they're under the age of 30, it's really just the, the ones who are older, especially now... And this is just because I'm one of, you know, the one I go to, I'm one of maybe two or three white girls who are there. Oh, okay. So the majority of them are older Korean women and younger Korean women. And so you go there and they have different rooms. Uh, they have like the bathing room that where you can shave your legs and they have showers and everything like that. And then they have a, a cold dunk and a hot dunk uh, little spa or, or you know, yeah. tub. Which one do you, you do hot first or... Right, because it opens it up, and then yeah, you go and in then the you cold. Do cold to seal yeah. everything up. Then they have a clay sauna where it has the red clay and that. Yeah. And then they have a dry sauna, hot sauna, and then they have one with salt. So the salt really helps to, you know, eucalyptus I and salt. I just like have my mouth open the whole right? time, like get in me, uh, yeah. <laughs> my salt addiction. And then, oh right, yeah, yeah there you go. And then <laughs> you can do the little package deal where they do the scrub. That's the best, and it is almost painful but they scrub you so hard that what you see like balls of skin That's when you're not done good no it it's great because you should not have have you ever felt just shake hands with the korean woman and you tell me if this is something we shouldn't be doing all the time because they are glowy and soft and beautiful and no wrinkles and everything and i swear it's because they're getting scrubbed it's like good bathing and when I'm I go, sorry, I'm not. I'm busy writing this down. Yeah, like, shake hands with a Korean woman is my context-free highlight of the episode so far. <laughs> I've had a couple. 
context, it sounds bizarre. But I'm telling that there's really something to this, and it is wonderful. And I lived in San Francisco, right next to Koreatown, and I used to go there. Yeah. And then in Garden Grove, there's one. I go there, and it, it is. It. You feel so cleansed. And then they give that you could do a massage afterwards. So I do scrub, massage, and it's sixty five dollars for the whole oh deal. Oh my god! For, and you're there pretty much for like five hours. Why haven't we done this yet? It's the Would we best. have to be naked together? Yet? Yeah. Oh my god. That would be so weird. But it's like so normal there to be naked. Everybody's just naked, hanging around, just like talking. It would be like And they're like run naked. And it's really like a social club. Yeah, but it would be, for me, like it would be as if I were on the challenge and I had to choose between the sheet cake or the running oh. naked. And I would just <laughs> hold my badge the whole time. You'd probably feel more awkward holding it the whole time, covering up, than if you were to just go for it. Well, if we're we gonna do see, go, because we're gonna go <laughs> now, I'm taking you. Oh my god! This may be like your bathing mecca. Well, that's true. It might be life changing. It might be, and oh, there is just something great. You just sit on a stool and you just shower off and scrub. You've never felt smoother. Oh my god! Oh, All right, Lord. this could change everything. Everything. This was a good wine time. Great! Oh my gosh, this is like half the episode. We just I know. I feel bad. Technically, we do have a theme today, but so far it's just been about how disgusting I am. <laughs> um, but this wine is not disgusting. It's freaking so delicious. So good, right? You, if you want to find out your tastes in wine, go to brightsellers.com slash brain candy to get 50% off. I highly recommend it. And uh, let's move on because today we actually have a lot to cover. A lot. I, By the way, we, have, we got criticized oh. by... Well, it's like a... What's constructive that? criticism it's kind of like a compliment criticism where uh. they're sad that the episodes have been too short oh yeah somebody else was saying that yeah so i think uh you know we can't let the people down oh my gosh are you kidding me i'm ready to talk all day <laughs> usually it's like uh, i'm the one sad leaving so. i think this is a great theme for today we are going to talk about women that do men's jobs like the you know traditionally men's jobs yes. and then just the sort of workforce uh, situation and with regard to gender. Yes. Did you have a sound you well, wanted to Well, I was make? trying to think, like, I'm like, okay, what's appropriate? Maybe this one? Oh. I don't know. Or this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what a little too job sexy. I don't know. That's like a totally different kind of job, you know? I don't know. <laughs> and they, that's you know what's funny? If, if we were to look at the uh, soundboard, I'd say our soundboard is kind of gendered because all the women one the ones that are pink let me yeah. just click on the ones that are pink what <laughs> goodbye blah 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 oh that's the worst and now let's hear the men's this is your captain speaking uh, awesome so i don't excellent. like this absolutely excellent does that kind of... I don't like it. I know. I didn't even notice that. But see, That's I'm just right. telling you, it's everywhere. Well, it's everywhere, We people. also were criticized by a fella on Twitter who said that he liked a recent episode. I think it was the creepy clown one. And he was so glad that we had stopped talking about um, radical femi- feminism. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, well, thank you for listening. Which episodes did you think were radically feminist uh-huh. and he was like i forget he just said it's a turn off he didn't name a specific episode but he's gonna hate this one <laughs> <laughs> poor guy so if you're listening <laughs> i mean we'll just try to make it uh as enjoyable as possible for you don't tune out because i mean there's a lot of cool concepts to unpack like well, we can get into all of them. Yes. But when I was prepping for this, I was like, there's a lot to say here. We didn't even just tell them what the episode's about yet. Yeah, did we? Did. Oh, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. I was so, too interested in my soundboard. People had written to us, at least two people, saying, you should do this as yes. an episode. So there must be a desire for women to kind of want to talk about um, jobs and whether they're traditionally male or, mm-hmm. or not and whether they could do them, etc. What's the first job that comes to mind when I say a stereotypical male profession? Funnily enough, for me, it was chef. Oh, but you think... know what? That's a really interesting one. Right, because w- girls are taught yep. to do... It's so fascinating. A woman is a cook and a man is a chef woman cooks dinner and man makes and it's like that it's you know in in my house 
I'm there to cook more of the everyday meals, like the oh daily. Oh my God, that is so true. I uh-huh. kn- and when I come over, your husband's cooking. Uh-huh. He's when the it's chef. a big party. And by the way, it's delicious. I know. He's, <laughs> He's amazing. He's a great chef. He's fantastic. Slash cook. But he doesn't cook. Like he doesn't just make meals for us. He's never made like a dinner that we'll, he just doesn't do that. I never thought about that. And he is in the food restaurant kind of business, that world. So I see behind the scenes in to this very male dominated profession, yet the things that make a good chef, a fantastic chef, are traits that one would normally say are more female. Like, right. It does. Uh, not necessarily that creativity is a female trait, but it's very... People say you have to cook with your emotions. Yeah. They always say that. Yeah. I want to taste your passion in your food. Yeah. And then, got, and then, then you meet the women who have managed to make a name for themselves in the food industry, and there aren't many female chefs. You're right. They are... They get called certain names. Right. That One of our listeners wrote and said she was the chef and that she, almost everybody in the back of the house is male and often front of the house, you know, uh, servers are often female. So there's this divide in the restaurant industry and they, I mean, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know what it's like in the kitchen. You yeah. F bombing and yelling. Crazy. And it's like a very aggressive environment. And so she said that, you know, she's got to like really buck up. Yeah. So I think, but even on Top Chef, like the winner is usually a dude. Mm -hmm. And And the ones who make it to the end that are women are definitely colder. They're typically a masculine energy. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't see a lot of the like real girly ones getting too far, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I read an interesting article yesterday in um, psychpost.org, which said that Infants as young as nine months prefer toys related to their gender. Wow. Like a blue teddy bear. Yeah. Nine months. They haven't been societally no. influenced Oof. in like, you know, but maybe that they you have. imagine. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, if you. Blue colors. <sighs> That's hard. Unless but, maybe okay, their nursery say, was blue. Yes, right. There you go. It's a lot of it. You have to look at the environment. So if you put a, ch- there's where you, Oh God, it's so hard to experiment on kids. I'm fingers crossed. I have twins. I'll make one room blue, one room <laughs> pink, and I'll just see what you happens. Crack me up every time you say that because she wants to make her children, her guinea pigs. And I love it so much. <laughs> so bad. They're doomed. They're going to be doomed. so funny. Oh, they're going to be hilarious. <laughs> because they're, and they're going to be bitter and, yeah. about, and just really cynical. <laughs> it's, they're going to be like you. I know. That's oh, why I love it. I told your mom, how do I get a Susie? I asked her that. I was like, what do I, what do, I got to do, lady, to get me one of these? And she was like, one of what? I was she like, was, Susie. <laughs> she was probably like, um, you should have real a lot of dysfunction and no shower. Great. Oh, great. <laughs> we could we probably make that happen. So far, we're living in boxes in my house and not even moved. So halfway there. <laughs> oh, that's real funny. But it's it's the results of that. Um, the study were interesting to me because not just in those early uh, mm. nine months to eighteen, I think was the grouping of the first group, but all the way up to thirty six months, they always preferred the the toys associated with their gender. And I bring this up because one of the toys that was um, for girls was a pot, a cooking pot. So, you know, we think of cooking as women's work, but at some point that changes. And I don't know why, and I'd love to know. It's interesting to me. It really is. And then... What do you think of, you ask me, what do you think of when you think of a traditionally male job? Uh, You know, I think firefighter. Oh, is, right. That's such a better answer. What? I, I, just because I think about, oh, I don't know. And maybe it's because my brother's in that field. And I think about when I paint the image of what a, like, a man's man is. He's oh, yeah. Very much my brother who's like firefighter and 
chopping wood. And, and what woman guns. doesn't love a firefighter? I mean, because really. they're not like police where you think they could be maybe out to get you. They are just they're doing just the good, good work. <gasps> Can I tell you a funny firefighter story? This is totally off subject, but one of my favorites. So I was living in my apartment in Long Beach while, when Landon and I were not together. <laughs> And I, was... I love a story that qualifies with, yeah. I wasn't with my husband, I, was not I with swear. my husband at the time. Okay. Uh, and I was in an apartment that was old. It was from like the like 1920s. Old, old, old. Everything in it was old, even my doorknob. And one night afternoon, I went to go open my doorknob to go leave for work, and the doorknob popped off in my hand. Okay. I was locked inside my house. I was on oh. the second floor. I couldn't, like, the floor, The door was now flush. There was no way for me to take a screw and open it. It was, the door handle was in my hand. It had broke, the metal had broken off. And now I'm locked inside my house and I can't escape. That's bizarre. Bizarre. Who gets locked in their house? My so God. then I'm like, well, what the heck do I do? And I, I try to use every tool I have. I try to think, okay, maybe, maybe I can, like, climb down the fire escape. But it's not like that in the apartment I'm in. Yeah. And so I have to call the non-emergency police line and they tell me to call the fire department. And I was like, yeah, I will. So I call the Long Beach Fire Department. Let me tell you, there is nothing going on with the Belmont Shore Fire Department. It is a, the, all they're doing is sitting outside. They're very, this is a very funny story that yeah, I'm so they're enjoying. They're sitting on the side of the fire department, like, waving and taking pictures of the people, because they're on the main street, and that's really, like, maybe they do other things, but that's all I, I see them do. I, they I'm probably sure do. they do. But there was, they, they were looking for a job, so they come over. Imagine their delight when it's you trapped in your house, trapped like in, in house. a, a freaking video game. Not one, not two, not three, but six firefighters. <laughs> Come dressed in their full getup. Full, like, they didn't bring their jackets because there was a fire, but suspenders, oh, boots. Lord, have I mercy. could hear them tromping up the stairs. So I was like, oh, yeah. Just this. <laughs> Mommy's just trapped in her house. Come and rescue That is sick. Then they, like, had their flashlights they were looking at, like, holding them all serious. And then they, they turned it into, I mean, they got me out. It was fine. Then they turned it into a half an hour project of, like, trying to figure out the best way so it wouldn't happen again. And <clears throat> and I just, hey, would you like any water? Or... It was great. Oh, they love water. <laughs> Get there. Where's your hose, mister? Oh, my God. So, we turned into sexist we ourselves. Did. We, we totally did. I did. I did. There you go. You know what? That's what I did. Sorry, not sorry, sorry over not, there. It was great. And you so need, that, Do you have, like, a, a siren sound oh, on there? Oh, I bet I do. God, I love that story. It And they. it was really funny to, uh, to just see them to all. Enjoy. To That's enjoy. That's great. You know? And, and so there's a... <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, sirens yes. are blazing. Oh baby, oh well, baby. You know what is stereotypically female? What? Makeup. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we got free stuff. I'm so excited about this one. How great is this oh. palette? Well, first of all, there's nothing better Wait. than a makeup palette. Yeah. Because it's all your stuff on the go. Yeah. They always come with cute things. It and... helps people like me because I'm not a real makeup expert, but I need to be because I'm getting older and I need to look beautiful. And so we got this gorgeous Tarte Graveyard Girl Swamp Queen freaking makeup palette that is phenomenal. You want to know why this is extra <laughs> cool? Because I used to work for Tarte way back in the oh, day. That, that's right. Like when I was a youngin. Seventeen or you so. You loved them for many and I, and Nordstrom's, and when they said, "Hey, we like brain candy, and would you like to talk about tart?" I was like, oh, "Yes," because yeah. your products are fantastic. They're always the best ingredients that leave your skin feeling well, that's so the great thing. afterwards. It's cruelty free, and you know, not garbage. I'm so tired of putting garbage on my face. I'll do it if I have to, but I your skin not is to. important. I mean, if we care so much about the food that's going in our bodies, let's care about the makeup we put on our face, people. <laughs> well, and I've, now that I've gotten my skin where mm -hmm. I want it, I'm like, oh, we got to keep it this way. It's, it's not full of unhealthy chemicals. And they, you know who they partnered with for this? This is the, um, I think her real name is Bunny. But she, this graveyard girl on YouTube, and oh, she's yeah. a freaking hoot. I mean, everything she does is like, oh, I love you. 
This is their number one fastest selling palette. She's kind of the YouTube sensation. I want to be a YouTube sensation. You're a podcast sensation. All right, that's enough. If you want to try this, it's gorgeous. The colors are amazing. I love the bronzer because I'm always trying to like it. Ooh, I like the shimmer for a little bit of that uh, strobe little look. See Uh what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Go to TartCosmetics.com and enter code PODCAST5, PODCAST and then the number 5, and you'll receive $5 off. It's a limited time collection, so you got to go now. But. Oh, and let me tell you about these limited time collection things. Get them while you can, because one of my favorite ones from back in the day disappeared, and now it's gone forever. And oh. if you, you see the colors advantage. that you like and discount, hop on it. Hello. You can't go wrong. And so um, they also emphasize skin invigorating ingredients. Hello. I need to be skin invigorated. Yeah. Uh, super fruits, plants, ex- plant extracts, and vitamins and minerals. But I, what I really care about is it's beautiful. So yeah. I'll post a picture of it for you guys in the newsletter I'm sending out. It says, believe in yourself, love yourself, embrace your individuality. Well, we do that. I was just going to say that. I mean, for Pete's sake. Yeah. Anyway, check it out, tartcosmetics.com, enter code pos- podcast5, and you'll get five bucks off. Um, what... It- Okay, so do you have something you... I have a few things I want to get to about these. Well, I wanted to ask you, since we were on the subject of women in stereotypically male jobs, about this whole thing that the Pope said. Yeah. What is going on with that? So, today it came out that the Pope, who people really love, Pope Francis is been really wonderful about poverty mm-hmm. um, and and really being a voice for the underrepresented folks in mm-hmm. the world. But in certain ways, he's um, quite conservative. Mm-hmm. And he said that they he believes that forevermore, the popes and the bishops and all the ordained clergy will remain men. And that he is looking into maybe ordaining female deacons, but that's like the bottom of the barrel. And that's really, in my opinion, uh, in response to the fact that they're running out of dudes that are willing to do this. And so they're oh. looking at nuns and other women from the laity to, to me, handle it. it seems like <clears throat> it's a job better suited for a woman. Clergy in general? Yes. You would think. You would. Now, uh, Susie, PhD in religion knower of all things uh is there something in the bible that speaks to why women shouldn't hold these professions because i don't know and i do not know so the catholic church refers to um the new testament especially and the apostles that walked with Uh, jesus mm -hmm. as evidence that men are the ones that are meant to be apostles and i talk about this a lot but yeah. So the word apostle has the same root as the word postal to send. So it's somebody that you would trust with a message. Oh, back this is fascinating. In biblical times. Like, I trust you to get this important message to these other people. Yeah. So you're an apostle. Now, if you think about the New Testament, when Jesus died and was buried, and then the tomb, the Mary Magdalene and the Mother Mary went to the tomb and saw that it was empty, right? And then an angel appeared to them and said, go and tell everyone that the tomb is empty. Like he is Send risen. Send a message. They sent them. Uh-huh. To me, that's an apostle. That's what I was going to say. That isn't there just as, as many or just evidence for. There's no more important message in yeah. the Christian story than he is risen. So Look, that gives me goosebumps. Yay! And it's real and it's true. And it so really pay is. attention and don't let these dudes tell you what, oh, well, he walked with 12 men. Why do you think, you think if he was walking around with a bunch of women that that would be okay with that culture? Right. He of did, course. He was provocative just, just speaking to them and eating with them and hanging out with prostitutes and, and whoever anyway. To have them amongst his 12 wouldn't mm. have been okay. Mm. So I feel like that. Is pretty powerful, but the Pope disagrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and when I was, drink some more of my wine, right. my Jesus juice. When I was studying Kabbalah, they told us that the women and men are separate 
not because they were really because the women protect were the women more they were <clears throat> saying telling me that the women are almost more connected than men and men needed more ceremony and more tradition and more ritual to get to that place of connection and they needed to do more to kind of like purify themselves to get connected to God where women didn't need as much as that. They were like naturally more connected. Yeah. That's than, a... And they kind of <clears throat> kept them me. separate for, for that. I mean, there's a lot of people that, including many women, mm-hmm. who are grateful that there is a world where they don't have to feel like they're dealing with men and I think the... it's good too. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing either. Especially like in a in a culture if you happen to be in a religion that is a little that's not as equal, yeah. I guess men and women are not as equal then having a separation of men and women in those could be But that's the thing. I can be fine with if that's your tradition to be separate. The genders be separate. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one thing. But to say, well, but they can't be leaders. That I don't agree with at all. And that they often in Christian churches relegate women to Sunday school teachers and missionaries Ooh, uh-huh. because they're allowed to teach kids and they're allowed to teach brown people, <gasps> but they're not allowed to teach white men. Oh my gosh, that's so that's true. That's what it is. It is true. Ew. Ew, right? Right. Oh, when you really get to it. Ew. Yeah. Either they're allowed to they be are teachers. allowed to be Sunday school teachers, and they are allowed to be missionaries. Missionaries, yeah. They could teach brown men. Oh, so people who the white men consider to be beneath them, beneath them, yeah. Oh, I'm disgusted. Isn't it this. gross? Gross. I met this woman in Pittsburgh. Her name is Joan, and she is a woman who is a Catholic, and she is very devout. And she decided she wanted to be a priest. Mm -hmm. And so she was amongst, I think there were 10 females who got ordained by these secret male priests. We don't know who they are Mm because they're like undercover. Mm -hmm. And then was excommunicated from the church. And I went to interview her and I was like, (sighs) why didn't you just like go to be an Episcopal or something that's similar to Uh Catholicism? Where you'd be accepted. And she's like, no, no, that's not how you make change happen. Oh, that's I'm like, good you are awesome. That's amazing. She is amazing. Did but... you, by any chance, catch any of the new episode of Samantha B where they discussed the Catholic hospitals? No. Ooh, I didn't know about this. Why? What? So at Catholic hospitals and about, I think they said one third in rural areas are Catholic hospitals. Oh, right. Uh, that if you need, if it's like a situation where the baby will die and mother will die, if the ba- you do not have a late-term abortion, they just let them die. Yeah. And they had interviewed these mothers who lost children and who were in the middle of delivery. And they said, you either have to get into an ambulance and go... To 50 different... miles to a different hospital and maybe <clears throat> you'll die in the way there or you both die right here. Yeah. And there was a nun who they could get, they could, the doctor can do it if they get permission from a nun. Uh, and the nun gave them permission and then she was excommunicated. Mm. And it was either the nun gives permission or both of them die. Yeah. And luckily the mom lived, but now the nun is, and if you ask me, I don't think the Jesus I know and love or God <laughs> well, I know comes and love. The question like what's would. pro-life? If you're really? Like, oh, what's yeah. really? Right? And so it just made me like, oh, and so if you want more information on that, I really. I'll put that in the newsletter. Yeah, we'll put that in our newsletter and we'll put the link up to that because it. I had no idea. If you want uh, the newsletter, just go to thebraincandypodcast.com. We've decided, because we always talk about so many different Mm -hmm. things on here, and everyone's like, wait, what was that quiz, and what was this article? Oh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of quizzes and stuff. I feel like we owe it to our listeners to be like, here you go, get it, it's all good stuff, and we'll send one out a week. We won't spam you or anything. It'll just be uh, be like awesome links to videos you want to see, and tests you want to take, and personality quizzes, and you know, books you want to read. 
Yeah, you can sign up on our website. You know, there was a, an article that came out, yeah, or actually this morning, about Amelia Earhart. Oh. They, you know how they periodically think they found uh-huh. her, right? Right. And she They're came... never going to find that. Well, her. I mean, maybe it's her. This was, if it is her, then she didn't die in a plane crash. <gasps> she died on an island like she was a castaway. What? Yeah. So that's an even cooler story. Apparently, she had really long forearms. Yeah. And so he, this yeah. person had really long. So they <gasps> think it's her skeleton. She would have been an excellent rower. See, she she fucking decided to do a man's job and fly a plane, <laughs> right? Had she been? Well, rower? that's why it struck me today because I'm like, oh, we're talking about. I mean, yes. freaking a. That lady was like, oh no, I'm flying this. Uh huh. How about there? I was also watching uh, uh, Vice Television, where they, I love they have these little commercials interludes every now and again, uh, where they talk about uh, African Americans in history. And so I think her name was Bessie Coleman, maybe or something like that. But she was the first African American female pilot. Oh, cool! And so they're they're never written about in any of the books ever. So this guy. So what they do on Vice is they take they Photoshop the african-american into the the pictures of all the white people good. like adding the black people That's to history so and it's great but they couldn't find any freaking pictures of this woman flying a plane mm. they had to fake a picture of her flying a plane and she's the first african-american woman to ever fly That's planes. horrible that's a problem yeah we have to is. go back and rewrite history yeah. the right way because freaking whitey ruined it <laughs> for everybody thank god we all have cameras now at least thank god we, we don't have to photoshop them in right um wait a minute also, I wanted to talk about Ronda Rousey. Oh, Rousey, but whatever. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you know what? It's it's fine because no. I did that about a politician and you laughed because I said oh, his serious. name wrong. Oh, it was, uh, it was one that was obvious too. Who's a, uh, one of our, not Secretary of State, but Boner, but, but I said Boner, but that's not his name. Boehner. Boehner. <laughs> that's what I did. At least yours so. is funny. I should have known because she always calls herself Rowdy. Rousey. Rhonda, Rhonda Rousey. Rousey, but yeah. I've only seen it in print. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know, that doesn't work. But yeah. Rousey... <laughs> my God. Yeah. Anyway, she's doing I love like her. traditionally male work. Boy, oh boy, is she. I mean, do you think, because she gets harassed. Yes. Do you feel like she's Ugh. a trailblazer? Yeah, or like... I really do. I think it's very difficult to be in any one of those feel, especially as a fighter, and the thing that's difficult with her is that she's so, uh, people are watching so much and she's so scrutinized, I guess, that when she makes one mistake, yeah, it's, oh, see, told you, not as good as we thought. Where she kind of were... got in trouble whenever she took on traditionally male persona and was like, I'm the best and who, that uh-huh. girl. That she was going against. And boy, oh boy, do we cocky. love men who do that. Muhammad Ali, Floyd Ring Mayweather. Come, Come on! It. We throw money at them. And We're not like, only that, but these heroes. guys... These guys take pictures with their cars covered in women with their piles of money. And we're like, oh, yeah, we love that. And then she just says, I'm the best. And we get pissed. Well, I think people really kind of got crabby when then she didn't win. Right. That's what I'm saying. But what about Floyd? Does he always win? Well, yeah. But he's not there. Because Muhammad always won. Right? But not all of it. They've got to lose sometimes. That's true. And that's same with her. She's won so many, and then she loses one. And you're right. You know, I mean, who cares? And she lost to this sort of humble, girlier girl. You mm-hmm. know, that blonde, and people like that better. Mm-hmm. That sort of like this sweet. Oh, but I just love. I, I people think... like their badasses to be like still sugary and sweet mm-hmm. when it's well, a girl. And you know, I was having this discussion with Emily from the challenge, Fit Emily. Uh, who was talking about her girlfriend and her girlfriend is one of the strongest women in the world. She's one of the cross. She was like, I think ninth place in the CrossFit games a few years ago. Oh my. But Emily was saying that she has a love hate relationship with that community at a certain level because they just, they tend to ignore the female athletes that are really strong but don't look like the way they want a female athlete to look. 
like they like the ones that are still real pretty, yeah. the ones that have the smooth Feminized, hair and the yeah. big boobs and the nice makeup and all that. And guess what? Sometimes the fittest girls on the planet don't do their makeup and don't do their hair because they don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how often her girlfriend went ignored for the girl who was not as good, mm-hmm. who was just better with the, you know, bikini on. And that's what do you think? not do you like that with it? men. No. No. So there's still this whole we Double even standard. in. Yeah. Can we talk about, you know how there's this pay gap problem yeah wait let me oh before we before we talk about that did you oh so i when we were in pittsburgh i went to a party and my friend cassie was there and she said to me level with me Suze. Uh. what's the deal with this bio clarity oh (laughs) she thinks i'm bsing (laughs) like she was like tell me the truth yeah like is this just an ad that you're running or like did it really change your life and i was like buy it oh my god i can't believe you thought because she's like i don't know i don't know how these things work and i was like okay that's fair because it's totally fair we've been given that run around from like a million products and so i thought maybe people think i'm just saying this i am not right i'm in love with bioclarity um it's a three-step acne wash that I has changed my face mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful. And so they partnered with us and are offering you um, your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping when you go to bioclarity.com and enter brain candy. I love this stuff. It's not anything toxic. It's all natural and it's still effective. So it's not abrasive. And that's what I like. Cause I know redness and peeling. I've had trouble my whole life. Yeah. So and then to get something effective, but it Your isn't. Your skin looks great. It's so improved. How oh about my God. the person who commented on our Twitter that said, hey, listen, I got a love-hate relationship with you guys in BioClarity. And I was like, oh, no, what? <laughs> yeah. And they said, now I have nothing to pick at. Yes. And you took away my favorite. Yes, <laughs> testimonial. Our listener tried yeah, BioClarity. Like, okay. Well, now I can't pick at anything. And right? I feel the same. I know. I don't have any... I got to pick at my husband now. Tell me if you guys like it. Go to bioclarity.com and get your first month three-step acne wash for $9.95 plus free shipping. Enter code BRAINCANDY. Um, and, oh, I have to say yes. about what the, the three things that they get, because I did this and I got my three pieces. They are not three travel size, teeny tiny, oh, no, no, no. little, like, oh, I'm going to use this in a week. It lasts a long it time. It lasted me two months. Yeah. Like, really. I didn't need... A little yeah. goes a long way, a and you're getting a, a good deal there. So I think so. I don't want people to think they're like, man, I'm getting the no. crummy little trial size. <laughs> and just in general, just know that we will not tell you to go buy something no. and spend your hard-earned money on stuff we don't like. Because we just won't do comes it. to us and brings us something we don't like, we're like, okay, well, we'll no, ne- be you. talking about this never. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. People don't know, no. but we I'm glad. keep your trust. I was glad she asked me that because I thought, oh, I bet... I don't want our listeners thinking that, so I'm going to clarify. So thank you, Cassie. Don't worry, Cass. It's the real deal. Um, What was I just about to say? Mm. Pay gap. Pay gap. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. So like as you said, that there have been some improvements on mm-hmm. pay gap, but have you ever gotten into a de- debate with a dude about it? It's not pleasant. Tell me. Well, they say that the pay gap is primarily because women tend to A- be part-time, B, take off because they have kids, or C, they choose jobs that traditionally pay less, like teaching. Do they know that those things are all taken into consideration when they run the numbers for those things? Well, I think the 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 gap is smaller when yes. you consider all those things. Right. But and it just, still exists. Yes, it does. And I just looked it up in 2009... Women's earnings were 78% of men in the same profession, in the same, all those things. So you can just stop. Yeah, they controlled for all that. Yes. Controlling for time spent at the job, amount of uh, years worked at the job, blah, blah, blah. In 2010, it was 83%. So 78, there's some improvement, 78 to 83. That's insane. So that's good that it's closing. But you're still... Wait a minute. That sounds worse. No. So before, it yeah. was 
women, uh, for every $1 that a man made, women made 78 cents. Now oh. it's for every $1 a man makes, women made 83 cents. Okay. So it's, it. they, you get five extra cents or whatever that math is. Yeah. Did you but, read about the women um, overseas that left work to... Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I saw the picture. They left... I think it was two hours uh-huh. and 30 some yes, minutes or something. Yes, I love that. They're like, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to... You, you only gonna, paid me for that. You only paid that. me for this. Yeah. And was it successful? All I did was I think I tagged you in a picture of it because I was like, oh, look what they're doing. Yeah. And then I didn't even read up to find out what happened. Well, they do this every year, which... Wait, I should look up. Can you look up a country? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. forget who it was, but... I think it was a Nordic. Finland or yeah, Norway. I it was it's Finland. Some, I think it's one of those two. They're always doing great stuff yeah, out but there. Give, you know, we read um, the Nordic theory of everything. Yeah. And, you know, they're getting pretty close to being uh, equal anyway, uh-huh. but that's probably because they're freaking fighting for it. And so what they did was they said the women, like the men made certain amount more so that they were paid for like two and a half hours longer, Mm -hmm. essentially. So the women left at the time that they had been technically paid for if they were a man and that every year they've done this, it's, it's improved. That's great. We got a long way to go, but I mean, and then there was in the article I read, it listed like what time of day us would have to leave and Brazil And that really makes you see what we're dealing with and the difference between what the dudes are making for the same work. Iceland. Iceland. Mm -hmm. And theirs is only a 14% pay gap. 14 to 18%. So it's right in line with what? And it's sad that we have to say, like, it's only. Right? Uh Uh-huh. But that is how I feel like, oh. I'm going to post this picture. Send this me the is link so awesome. I can put it in the newsletter. They have a video. I'm going to send it to you right now. Iceland is one of the highest ranking countries for gender in, for gender equality, yeah. according to the World Economic Forum. And according to the report, in 170 years, women worldwide will earn as much as men account for and account for half the world's bosses. So nice. And go. in oh god, according to trend, and this is Iceland is like number one. They're doing great in Iceland. It will take 52 years for women to reach equality at the rate they're going. That's disgusting. That's in the good country. So right. our grandchildren's grandchildren may be getting paid the same. Yeah. Wow. It's not good news, but it's important to be informed. And, you know, whenever mm. you are negotiating your pay, please negotiate, number one. Yep. And just know that whenever you think, oh, I don't know, I don't want to lose it. You're not going to lose a job. Just ask for what you want and ask for what you think the man is getting. And you know what else people don't know that they can do? You can talk with your other coworkers yep. about what you get paid. Yeah. And in fact, I encourage it. That is a total falsehood that companies yeah. There's no say confidentiality not, there's zero. And in fact, when research shows that when employees talk about the uh, their salary, salaries of everybody goes up and you'd think people assume that when you discuss your, uh, your salary with your coworkers, that if you get paid more than them, they're going to be mad at you. They're not mad at you. They're mad at your boss. They're mad because they're like, Hey, I do as much work. I'm going to take this to the boss. It's never you. They're going to get mad at if, if you make more. The same way I'm not going to get mad if I find out, you know, Susie in the same job, get, I'm going to be like, well, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I need to find out how I get a piece of that. And then you take it to the boss and then change is made. What about how, though, didn't Johnny make more than you, like salary-wise, on the last challenge? Yep. And you know that because you spoke with him about yep. it. Yep. How and much more did he I make? I knew that, so one of two things happened. He could have lied to me about how much he made, or they're paying him one thing and they're paying me something else. And there is pay inequality on the challenge. Do you think it's gendered? Yeah. Why? Because we've been, we've done the, he's done one or two more shows than me. Well, then that's not gender. Uh, but they were considered like they do everything in brackets of, of how many shows you've done. And it's supposed to be, according to our contract, the same. 
that everybody in this who's been and there's no like cutoff so that you get paid if you've done 10 shows or 300 shows but once you've hit that number of the highest bracket yeah. you should get paid should the all same. be the same so if he's getting and i also heard that ct had gotten paid more too and on I, this current one that uh, he's on? No, on a past one. And that was not the situation with the females who had done the exact same, who asked for more so, money. So I remember years ago, like when Coral was sort of like, she was sort yeah, of a star in, in the way Johnny is. And she would try to get even like a unionized thing where it's yeah. like, everybody, let's get on the same page and yeah. I'll ask for the same amount. And it did help, but not like Johnny and CT can do. Right. And I do think it has everything to do with gender. Yeah. And maybe that's because they think the audience cares more about the men, like, because it's female audience. I think they think the men provide more, or I think Johnny's argument is that he provides more to the show. They you think know what? the men do. But I think if you were to take out all the women, you wouldn't have the same show. Right. Go ahead. Try that. Well, who would he screw over? Exactly. <laughs> wouldn't work very well. Um, uh, let's, uh, wrap it up. What else you got? Really? Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let me go down. Oh, you know, I also wanted to talk about, um, uh, the perception, like women's perceived, uh, I, how do I word this? So we think, you know, I try to, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. We, we try to just like with the, uh, pay inequality, you try to come up with reasons for why this could be. And so one of the arguments about women not being in these uh, STEM jobs, so science, technology, engineering, math, that why women aren't in those jobs is some people think that women aren't as good at those jobs or women don't have, that's kind of like the old, old thought but yeah. maybe there are still listeners out there who go, yeah, well, guys are better at math and guys are better at science and things like that. Yeah. They've done studies all across the board yeah. about this. And it is really interesting to see how women perceive their skills versus what their skills actually are in compared, comparison with others. So if you ask... Uh, and we discussed this uh, in another episode about how men view their female uh, counterparts in science classes and how yeah. they think that they're not as good, but really yeah. they score higher. Right. And it's the same thing with women. If you tell a woman that this is a math test given by given to men and women, then a woman will score not do as well. Mm -hmm. But if you tell her it's a math test that takes into account gender like gender inequality and that women tend to score just as well as men. It's the exact same test they give them, mm -hmm. but the women will always do better on the second one. Right. So they have it in them. Yeah. But that doubt in even a period of five minutes, you can, you can create that doubt in somebody. Mm -hmm. It's, it works every time. Yeah. So imagine over a lifetime. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You take that and you think about a little girl at four years old who gets told subtly and subliminally that she's not as good at math. Yeah. And you wonder why she's not running to be an engineer, even though she loved Legos and loved, you know, Tinker Toys and all those things. Um, this is a little bit of separate info, but two studies that I read recently that were disturbing. Number one, that if you're the female and you're the primary breadwinner, your husband does less work around the house. <laughs> Than, no! if, than if he were the breadwinner. Oh, Because wow. he's trying to say like, hey, that's... Uh, it's like he's overcompensating for the fact that he doesn't have as good of a job as you by not doing anything around the house, too. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I gotta find that and send it in the yeah. newsletter. You know, another disgusting one I read. Did you hear about the male birth control story recently? Oh, Susie just gave me the worst I'm face. sorry, yeah. I'm like, I forgot I was doing a podcast. I'm just here furious <laughs> silently. Yes. Oh, that guy who said that we talked too much about feminist issues. I know, he's hating this. He's tuned out. He's long Look, gone. these are real things that are happening. It's yeah, not... They had to halt a birth control study for men because the side effects were unbearable, even though they're the same side effects we all have every day that we're on birth control as women. Yeah. 
And you know, I people that I did look into the study. So I looked. There was one person who said that their sperm count did not return to normal. Ooh. So they're saying that they that now it's considered well, yeah, like for, infertility. For a long time, I know. Okay, women's don't either, and I know tons of women who have trouble getting pregnant now, and they said it's because they were on birth control for a long time, or that could be a reason why. So I thought that was really hilarious, and. Yeah. Uh, Oh, there was another... Oh, okay. So then there was another article where they interviewed one of the couples from that study. Mm -hmm. And this was reported in multiple couples in this study that the man's desire to have sex went down because of the responsibility to prevent pregnancy. So sex was more exciting for the man when he didn't have to do anything to prevent the pregnancy and he could just stick it in and get excited and whatever. But he reported that when he had to take a shot every two weeks, it was like, eh, it's not even worth it. Like he didn't even, he wasn't interested in it because he said that the response, and I'll pull the, I'll get this article because this is a self-report from this individual. That's weird because in general, the, Results show that men had higher libido. No, lower. No, not in this, the one that I read. That women do when we take it. Yeah. We have lower libido. That Your guy might yeah. have had lower uh-huh. libido, but in general, the study throughout, men had higher libido. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but that, that guy's a big D-bag. Big D-bag. And you know, at the end of the article, has it, like the, the, the journalist says, uh... Like it has the male making a statement, and then the very last line is his wife rolled his eyes. <laughs> that was like the last line of the article, right? Because she was pissed. She was like, "This is ruining my sex life because he doesn't want. He has, all of a sudden has to be responsible." And she was complaining. She's like, "Meanwhile, I take a pill every day." So and- I can't have this show end without acknowledging the obvious hilarity that. This comes out, what is it? Oh, November 3rd. Of course. And in a few days, we'll Uh find out whether the ultimate male Uh job will be taken by a woman. Please, yes. Oh, okay. When I think about it, I get little waves of anxiety. Of course you do. Waves. I just read an article saying we are literally losing sleep as a nation over it. I really do believe we are. Both sides. I've I've never been so preoccupied with it. Or any kind of election and I am I get anxiety from this why do you think he's gonna win or she's there's gonna a win? fear there's a little fear I don't know no uh, ooh, yeah there's a big fear actually yeah there's a big fear of what would happen if the supreme court turn just things just it just I don't feel like progress I mean is, yeah it'll be a very interesting oh, week God. please vote please go out and vote if you live in the area, I'll come take you to the poll. Oh, yeah. I, Honestly, I will take a caravan of people to I'll the I'll watch poll. your kids. Yeah. If you need some babysitting so you right. can go vote. I'll give you time. Please. It's And I also think that voting should be a holiday. I we mean, should have are a we giveaway kidding? for Why people. is that the, still a thing? If people send us their I voted sticker or picture of them at the polls and tag us, then I'll enter you in for a giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love giveaways. Okay. Did you hear that, people? We have original art that's gorgeous. Yes. That we have an extra one of something we are hanging in our office. Yes. Oh, our yeah. Our studio. And you could have the exact same one. How about that? Yeah. It's uh, going to be anybody who sends us a picture of themselves at the polls or with their I voted sticker. Do not send a selfie of yourself in the polling booth. That can get you into a lot of trouble. And also your vote can possibly not count if you take a picture of it. So afterwards, before, with your sticker. Or even just like a thumbs up if you voted and you're at the poll, do that. Whatever. We'll enter you to win our uh, gorgeous... um, what is her name? Where's the? It's right here. Her oh, yeah. name is Laura, and I called her Lauren. Oh, this one went for this. Oh, it's one. a different one. Yeah, Culp. I think it's Laura Culp. But Laura, please don't be mad if I. It's just Lauren because I always a beautiful graphic designer. She's so designer. mad at me. 
because I got her name wrong last time. She does gorgeous work and we'll post a picture of what you can win because you'll love it. But, you know, it's just good to peep women, especially fought for this. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's exercise it. Yeah, man. Right. Vote. And then have a big glass of wine and see what happens. Oh my God. We really we should, should be together. We are going to be. We're, okay. We Can have we make to. that happen? Yes. What day of the week is it? Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll come over after class. May, are you or sure? Or you have to come down here to me. Yeah, maybe I'll have to come to you. Yeah. I'll be like, sorry, Adam. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super important. We can live, t- we can live my Facebook. God. What do you call it? Do a live what thing. What do you call it? <laughs> we can be live. Whatever that is. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. It's really important, so get out and vote. We love you guys. Um, go to thebraincandypodcast.com for all kinds of cool stuff and also to sign up for our newsletter if you want any of the links from this episode. Yeah, man. And we'll see you next time, and we'll either have Tr- President Trump oh my God. or President Rodham Clinton, Madam President. Mm-hmm. Oh, mommy. <laughs> Uh, See you next week. We'll see what happens. Bye. Bye.